Cause you told me love me till the day I die Surrender my everything cause you made me believe your mind Yeah, you used to call me baby, now you're calling me my name Hello, and thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I'm Jody, and that was Five Seconds of Summer, Young Blood, which just happens to be my new go-to song. Um, I am over here at my friend Nick's house. It is Saturday, uh, Saturday, November 25th, which unfortunately happens to be Baby Daddy's birthday. Happy birthday, Marcos, even though you haven't spoke to me in three years. I do recognize that you're 44 today, so welcome to that age. Um, I was just going through some favorite uh, podcasts, especially lately. Um, I do believe I said I was at Nick's. Nick, can you say hello? Yeah, hi. hi. I'm here. Yep. Yeah, he's I'm... here. And he had to sit through this with me. And Nick, I, I, I have to say, because first of all, I know... Women can be confusing. They can send mixed signals. They can... You don't always know how to behave when you're with a woman. Is that right? I would agree with that. I mean, depending on the woman, some some women are very, you know, uh, regimented and they are predictable. Other women are not. You know, I, I think it's really varies. Am I regimented and predictable? No. No, but I do tell you specifically what I need from you. And you either can or cannot, and and I have I have to say, Nick, I I don't do that because I'm trying to be a bitch. I just know I'm complicated. I know what I need from you in this moment. Can you do this? Can you not? And you, like no, no questions, no complaints. Like I wasn't telling you like you would tell Ryan, stay in your bed. You have to sleep. Like you just sat down. Okay, this is what, and you did, and. Did you get anything from what we watched? Well, yeah. I, he's a very troubled individual. This oh, <laughs> we have to introduce this because I, I failed to do so. This is uh, Joe Rogan and Tyson Fury. Uh, it's Joe Rogan he's podcast. He's a fighter of some sort, you know? Tyson Fury is a renowned MMA fighter. He's big guy. Uh, usually fights around 300 pounds. And in this podcast, he talks about depression. Um, he talks about how before fighting the biggest fight of his life at 30. Uh, one of his trainer guys asked him, you know, so, hey, what are you going to do after you win? And he goes, honestly, probably <coughs> going to be real depressed. Yeah. And I, trainer probably didn't know how to take that. I don't think most of us would. But 
Probably. Yeah, he was very honest about his depression and how much it affects his life and how much it drove him to drink and to use drugs. But, but do you think anybody, uh, like like the guy he said that to so chalantly, do you think that guy thought, oh, I better make sure that he's I, got well, I heard that safety he, things in place? No, he shut up and he was listening and that was good. Oh, he just, he just basically, yeah. But he, did, he didn't step in when... No, he didn't try to uh, him. He, just, he was listening intently, and he was quiet. And he, and let, he let your fighter guy uh, go on and, and, and just basically release... Oh, and I should, I should actually let Joe Rogan introduce this, because the way he does introduce this podcast just kind of blows me away. So if you all would uh, just humor me for a moment... You're an interesting story, man, because uh, not just because your personality, but because you're you've come back from mental illness and you're very very open about it. Yeah. You know, I think that's it's a, that's a very unique thing. Where I'm, I remember when you when you beat Klitschko and won the title, and then you kind of went off the rails. And I thought you were just partying. You know, when when yeah. I heard about it, I thought, well, guy made a shitload of money, became the heavyweight champion. Okay, and Joe Rogan goes on to continue how he says, you know, you know, when somebody loses connection from the public eye, it's probably because they're doing things they don't want the public to know about, right? Exactly. Um, however, Jason, or Jason, Tyson Fury, uh, 30 years old, when he beat the guy that he decided... That was the guy he wanted to beat. Well, He's, for ten years he would uh, he was saying, "I'm going to beat this guy." Yeah. Well, well, for ten years, actually, no, for ten years he was happy just beating people. Like he says, you know, that's what I was trained to do. That's what I know. But that's all he did. That's all he did. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty one dimensional. Wouldn't it take all of you doing to do that? You couldn't half ass that shit, Nick. Come on. Let's say your whole world is. Being an, an Olympic swimmer, okay? And at a certain point, at 29, 30 years old, you no longer have the glory of being an Olympic gold medal swimmer. swimmer. So now what? What do you well, do? Wait a minute. You still are an Olympic gold yeah, fucking swimmer. You, have, you have a home, a mansion probably. You have children. You have you have adoring fans. Like, what? Why? What is wrong? I think now that, you don't have to fight you know, anymore. Now yeah, you don't yeah, have right. to swim so, so anymore. You, so you lose the spotlight. You lose everything that validated you. Okay? Validation. Everything, everything that validated you. It's like women when they lose their beauty. They were validated all of many many women it's are like, validated all their life by their beauty. I have to counter. It's like men when their dick doesn't work. Yeah, right. Like exactly. it's you know, it's yep. a the beauty doesn't cut anymore, right. neither does the right. you know so hard. All of a sudden you say if you're a man, if you're a man, and your dick doesn't work anymore. What do I have? Say, you say, okay, who am I as a man? What do I have? To, but do what men do say that? Yes, they do. At what it, age? It's depressing. Well, I don't know. Whenever it happens. Oh come on! When did it happen to you? Well, you're I, just a man. I don't know. You know Maybe well, it's it slowed down probably five years ago. But when did you start thinking, what, what else do I have to offer? Because you still uh, have your daughters, no, you have no, grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have, I, you know... I you are massively producing even I, though you don't you know, do it. <laughs> Ellen and I had a wonderful sex life. Oh. I had no problem with her. I, I was more I mean, talking was, about your three, legacy. No, but let's, let, let, Ellen, my partner, who died 
three years ago. Yes. We had a wonderful sex life. I had no problems with her. Mike Tenino. No problems. And, um, all right, so I felt validated. I felt that I was, you know... You I, were, oh, you, you had a purpose. Sexually, you were, I, yeah, but also... I was you were good, giving her was, something was, nobody was, else was. I was a good partner, too. Yes, you were giving her something nobody you know, else was. But she died, okay? So now what? Well, what no, but, I mean, that's kind but, of what happens. But, I mean, also, ba-boom. What do you mean, now, now what? Don't, don't I, you... I could have I been depressed, really depressed, and maybe I was. But don't you feel... Uh, okay, and this is just me... Speaking as I do, out of, out of term and, and random. But why is that not? Even though she's gone, why is that not still a huge glowing accomplishment that you it carry is. on your breast? Uh, like, I, I'm not depressed about. I feel. So what do you mean? What now? When did you feel what now? All right. So the same thing with everybody. Everybody. Every man, woman, child. Every they have to have a meaning. Okay. But yours was horrible and like. It, now we're it, comparing this to a some, no. MMA fighter of global right. statue he, who's yeah, he's a millionaire. He's like a football player. Millionaire. Right. You know, I mean, Homes galore. Yeah, right. right. Well, but, I, you know, my life is simple, but on a simpler scale. So are you saying we're all the same? Pretty much, but how we handle it is different. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds to me almost like we are all very different, but how we handle... After Ellen, How we I, focused, handle... I focused my attention on my grandson. Okay. Yes. Okay. Which was a perfect, and, awesome, and amazing opportunity I had, I that you that, had yeah, to do. I had that opportunity. And with that in mind, one says, I created a meaning. Now I was Papa. Oh, you found, was, a, you I, found, I found a, a purpose. Meaning. A purpose, a meaning. I was Papa. You were giving back. You were... Yeah, I was parenting you. You were needed. Yeah. Isn't that... God... And, that sounds that, terrible but, to say. But, but through that, I also found new purpose in parenting at this stage. Okay, still my, in Orion. Uh, with my daughters. Okay, okay so you found a... So okay. uh, initially my daughter, two Hazel, was in, she, she was in jail. A dual purpose. She was in jail, and I was like stubborn, and I was like obstinate, and I said, you no, You never she, took him to see her, did you? Who? Orion, to see he, he's jail? not Hazel's. Okay, so you were talking about Hazel being in jail. Sorry. Hazel's in jail. Right? If Luna had been in jail, this I, is a yeah, side he, question, but he, he, would you yeah, take I, him? Yeah, I took him. Last time she was in jail. God bless you. All right, so anyway, so I was obstinate. I didn't want, I said, she's a drug addict. She betrayed me. She owes me $30,000. You were saying she that was, about your daughter? About my daughter, Hazel. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Your other daughter? I was angry. Well, Hazel. And Nick. Yeah, all right. So you so were just I angry because she didn't do what you wanted to? No. Angry because she did bad things that now you look bad for? Why were you angry? Um, I guess... Shame? No, I'm... Part just, of it was my anger, just my anger of feeling helpless. Oh, of not being able... With her addiction. Because if you could have chosen, it wouldn't it, yeah, be that way at right. all. Yeah, I, okay. I, I felt helpless. Okay. All right, And when I feel helpless, I... Um, the feeling or the emotion that emerges is, is anger. Okay? okay, loss of loss, control. loss of control. You, you can't right. fix. You can't fix. I am somebody who fixes the furnace, who fixes the faucet, who fixes the this and the toilet. And, you know, it might take I mean, you a year to fix the sink, but you did it. 
Right? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me shit. And I installed that new toilet, too. Yes. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's... I, I would yeah. really love to do the tile projects with you if you'd be yeah. willing to invest that kind of time in me. Yeah. Okay. I would invest the that kind kitchen, of time in or The kitchen, uh, the, the bathroom. Yeah, the we have to tear floor, down. The, I know. I have to say... No, I have to bring this up on the podcast because so much of my life lately is all of my life. Um, you took me up to the cabin in Estes Park for my birthday, which was uh, still very, very memorable, very happy, very awesome experience. I'm sorry that it, it wasn't maybe what you'd anticipated, but well, I do hope there were no expectations that were... There were none. Yeah. But um, when we walked into the place, I immediately mm. saw the drapes that I bought for Ed, the uh -huh. teal yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, I saw the carpet that uh, Sherry used to have. Mm -hmm. I saw I saw all of this stuff that just ooh, kind it's of... It's just like ba-bam! Yeah. Well, it's like, wow! But it was Deja all brought together in this beautiful fucking cabin. In the middle of the forest. In the oh my god, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful, Nick. <laughs> I felt today driving to your house, mm -hmm. I felt somewhat what I, I hope you felt when you were driving us up to Estes, even though it was like heroin. I, I, I wasn't even sure I was, it was on the road, but I was still <laughs> grinning. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter if we get there because I'm okay right now. Yeah. I'm I'm good. And I don't feel yeah. that a lot. In the, in, I don't, the middle, in the middle of the storm, we were like pulling over and taking pictures. Oh, this was a, I think, I know, we still haven't posted those, Nick. We should be better about that. We did take some beautiful ah pictures, actually, that reminds me. Give me your phone so I can send myself all the pictures you took that I didn't get. Um, but beautiful, beautiful experience up in Estes. But so you much. Enjoy, of, you had a good birthday. Oh, I, I had an. I had probably the most awesome birthday that I can remember in ever. In ever. Yeah. Ever. 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 Well. Ever. <laughs> we moved here when I was gonna be twelve, and so it was like a week before my birthday, and. We lived at the, um, uh, we lived at the, I'm trying to think of the name of this stupid hotel chain, but we lived there, Holiday Inn, I think, mm -hmm. for two weeks before our house was built, and we had a pool in the fucking hotel. So I swam every day. <coughs> so when I went to school mm -hmm. for my first time on my birthday, my hair was green. Because <laughs> it, it was hair. green. It was <laughs> fucking cool. green. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I witnessed and saw in person people of other colors. Uh, there was a, a, a mixed um There were Mexicans races. there. There were Mexicans there. I don't right. recall African-American. No, that was... But there were Asians. There uh -huh. were... I was like literally... So you came from Utah. <laughs> from Utah. Salt Lake City. Well, San, Sandy. But I don't remember meeting... And Joanna laughs at me about this because she's like, Jody. We lived in Virginia. We lived there till you were three. Like, she talked about our neighbors who... <laughs> um, somebody knocked... Somebody dropped their ice cream cone, right? Mm. And one of the neighbor girls, who was a little black girl, goes, Ooh, sticky, sticky fingers. And I don't know why that stands out in my head, but I remember a little black girl going like this to Joanna and that not being... Yeah, that was not a pleasant experience for Joanna. I don't remember. Let me ask you this. Um, Virginia. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You said this was a, a memorable birthday. 
what sticks out for you as memorable in, in this bird? Why is it different? Why is it special? Um, because I didn't plan it around my children. Um, I... That is usually what I prefer my birthday to be is... I mean, that's the best day you can give me is a day with all my kids. Right, okay. Uh, time so, and... So this was different. Time and years have told me that that is not a very realistic expectation. Uh -huh. Uh, and... It is so nice, Nick, when someone else makes the plans. There's no, well, whatever you'd like to do. You know, I fucking hate that. I hate that fucking bullshit. Oh, so when I when I texted you and said, look, I made the reservations. They're non-refundable. Are you coming? Well, the, the non-refundable part, well, I mean, that was just a, a well, Nick yeah. kicker. He's like, yeah. you better fucking go. Yeah. But the fact that you're like, I made reservations. It's on your birthday. Like, I was just kind of like. In, if I could have walked around all week in stars around my head and uh, just smiling, that would be Because it made you feel special. It was, well, yeah, and I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to stress about it. I didn't have to make choices. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I'm that difficult of a person <coughs> where you're like, well, we have to worry about what you like and don't no, like. No, but you usually are the one who has to make all the choices. Well, uh, I suppose so, and they're always made... And this time... They're always made last minute haphazardly. They're never made in advance... <coughs> With consideration and thought and love. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It was, uh, yeah, even though I couldn't get comfortable and I almost lost the keys, but I didn't, you remember? We found it. I did you so good. good. I, yeah. I almost we lost my glasses, we almost lost the keys, mm -hmm. and that cabin was. Uh, just so quaint. It, it, it was. was just like it was great. It had all of the things inside of it that maybe I should have been really weirded out by that I think I was and we couldn't record. But it all worked out. And we played dominoes? We did play dominoes. Uh, no, I don't think we finished the game. No, we didn't. But it, no. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. We, we, were, we were also uh, very high. Uh, we did experiment with a new substance, for me anyway, that I know of, well, that I can recall. Uh, not... Big on LSD. I, even though Joe Rogan loves it, and he will attest that only people who are afraid to get to know themselves on a deep level mm -hmm. are afraid to do acid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's probably not far from the truth on that. But uh, I did that, and it, and it was uncomfortable. And it could have been because I was worried it would be. Mm, and and so it was. But it wasn't terrible. No. Um, but you definitely... Tried to shit a lot. Well, I had, yeah, the, the drug itself um, affects my... Um, colon? Yeah, colon or something, like yeah. spastic or, or something? something? I don't know. Yeah, it makes something You like just that. always feel like you have and to? And that happens with me with other types of drugs, too. So are, are you are you generally constipated in drugs? No, I'm not constipated at all. I go regularly every morning. Uh, <laughs> just once uh, a day, though? Once a day. and uh, uh, I know men that do it. Two and three times. No, I'm just a once You're a day You're slacking then. I'm once a day. So maybe when you get on the drugs, you're like, whoa, we've been but backed no, up. No, it, it, I don't know what it is. It, it didn't used to do that, but now... I think your is. butthole wants to be played with. Uh, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Throw a card on the table. I, you know, you didn't <laughs> say no. I mean, it takes a lot, I think, at least I know. It takes a lot for a man to want to play on that playground. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I, I'm sure everybody knows, but can you ex can you give me any reasons why that would be difficult in such a rare occasion? What? That a man would explore that. What his butthole played with? Yeah. On any given occasion? Uh, well, I think that having your butthole played with is probably pretty erotic. However... Um, you think of erotic things all day long. You would love to play with my asshole all day long, so... Probably. So but. why is it... I, I'm just wondering if... I'm, I'm not wondering. I'm no, putting you on the spot, I, I, and I'm I, asking... No, I think it's a, there's a physiological problem with, with no. the drug and, and, and that oh. condition. I think okay. that because when I'm Physiological... Not, what is physiological? It's not psychological, and it's no. not physical. Physi so, the effects of the drug have an effect on your physical well-being, okay? Okay. Throwing whatever makes your... <laughs> could be something that just swell, kind of sets everything up and, yeah, yeah, something's going on in your body. Um, all of a sudden, when I do Molly, oh, it just happens terrible. to be your anus. No, it happens to be um, your guts? A, bowel, a bowel thing, yeah. But do you okay? And when I go, I go a little bit, but it's not, but I it's shouldn't not have the, the satisfying urge. thing you're looking for. No, I shouldn't for. have the urge because you want your butthole played with. Yeah. I think you want your butthole played with. All right, well. Have you ever had your butthole played with? I have resisted. Have you? Yes. Why? Do you play with female buttholes? Yes. Why? All the time. Why? Well, not in the last. Oh, well, year, but but, but why would you why would you play with a female because butthole? Because I know that they enjoy it. Do you have a butthole? Yeah. I have a butthole. Yeah. And if I, I like mine played with, what? It, what I haven't. Really felt comfortable with that. But if I have a butthole and you have one. Why? Why wouldn't it? I don't know why it's different. Okay, but can you put that logical thought in your head and then give me an answer after that? Well, if it I feels good for no, me, shouldn't it right, feel good so, for you? No, there's some sort of taboo I have in my conditioning. You don't think women do? I th oh my! Well, yeah, I think they do, but once they get past that, once uh, ditto, right? And Ditto. maybe I have to get past that. Yeah, yeah, and yours may be a bigger pass. Well, yeah, I wasn't planning on Because we're not talking about, what was that, the military doesn't see gays? What was that? They don't see gays or something like that? I don't know. It was a bit of the podcast earlier, but pretty funny nonetheless. Um, not sure well, how or why we I ended up well, here, but well, I kind of love right. that we ended up here. Well, in the set, in that sense, all right, that's what was going on in the in the cabin is that because we were on the LSD, I began to have urges to have a bowel movement more often than I would normally, okay? Nick, can you fantasize with me? Do you, do you fantasize, like... I, I hear men fantasize way more often than women, mm. so asking you to fantasize with me, would that be a far stretch? Real verbally, openly? Fantasize? Fantasize what? I just said yes or no. I would not play with a man. I would not. I was not asking that. I asked you if you would fantasize with me. I'll fantasize with Okay, me. agree. Thank you. So, you know that I maybe like my butt touched, right? More than that even, yeah. Okay, so I guess you know that I like my butt touched. I don't know. But can you imagine if we were in that zone where you were touching my butt and I liked it and I reached over and touched your butt? Yeah, that would be that would be okay. That wouldn't that be would a jump be, back no, ten feet. No, it would not be a boundary for me. It would be it would be an okay. Mm -hmm. And what if that proceeded to an equal what yeah. you gave 
I gave. Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I that, could deal with that. And that, it, can you imagine that being pleasant? Yeah, I could I I find that pleasurable. Okay. Okay. And what if I put my mouth there? That would be pleasurable. Have you had that? Yes. And and is pleasurable. Yeah. But there is that barrier, that uh, that comfort, that acceptable taboo kind of. There well, is there was a relaxation. No, in one point in my life, uh, I had more of a taboo for it. If I'm with a woman who is loving me and I'm loving her, and this it evolves into that type of touching. I'm able to relax. Well, you thought of that beforehand? You pre-planned for that? Well, it depends on how long you've been with the woman. Or well, no, no, you just, I'm sorry. No, I, I just think, said well, you, yeah. you did, yeah, you pre-planned for that. If a woman started going down what would make there, you, would be fine. Had you already had that experience? Because yeah. I think in Lots my experience, in my experience as a woman, um, there have been very few times that uh, first of all we've been involved enough where it progressed to that you know because sex can very much be one-sided or two-sided or one position two position you know until at some point you have to mix it up it can really be heavily not curious and explorative I'm just saying that most men that so, I've been with, I've never touched their butt. They're not their anus, but their butt. Sometimes I just touched their butt because it made them mad. You know, that shit was, fuck you. You can slap my ass, but I can't touch yours. You know, it's kind of a power thing. Okay. But as far as touching in a gentle... Genital? Gentle. gentle explorative. Mm -hmm. Curiosity. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... that. That touch play is sacred. I have always allowed it. Does it happen that often? Pretty much. Well, what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. You well, were just I, telling I, me that you were not open to this, and now you're telling me no, you've I've, had it. No, I've had it going on. No, uh, you, you were, uh, when I think of that, I'm thinking not. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, of. Probably you think you're just two, ramming something up guys, your ass? Two guys, you know, getting together and getting See, your... See, why does the two guys come in? That's... Actually, know. that's I, something I, with you. I have an aversion with that. I'm not a gay per man, and so... It, you know, there's I, nothing... I, Nick, even if you were gay? Well, even so, I know. I don't... I don't... Why don't you want to... I don't... I don't want to know why you don't want to be identified as one. That's right, a bigger so story any, than right, I can... So, be. anyway, a woman's slender finger up your ass feels good. Okay, but you've never been... And having her lick... But you, you've never, good. what do they call that, um, I've never pegging? Been, no, I've never had that. No. Uh, do you know what that is? Do you want to see it? I can pull no, it up for no, you. No, that's okay. That's well, I mean, some of it is... I know what it is. There are some women that are merciless, but there are some no. men and women whose vibes are fucking hot. Mm. I mean, okay, I happen, to, I happen to like that. I don't talk about any of that. None of that. Whatever the fuck you just said, just strike that from the fucking record. What? Whatever you're just going to say, it's fucking out of this court. I, I don't know, I but it bothered me, and I don't want to hear any more about say, it. I didn't say anything. So, God damn it. Um, you were talking about... So, if I sex. happen to like that, and I'm a woman, so guys explore that. I mean, some do, some don't. 
Nick, if you had to guess, how many men like anal? Like to be touched there? No, no, no. Like to fuck a woman in her ass. Um, I bet you 100% of men would want to fuck a woman. 100%? I strike that. Nope. Absolutely not. I would, this is just one woman. They're just, that's a taboo for them. It's, um, or it's uncomfortable. Well, that, there, there was a, well, like, the anus has its own secretions. It becomes it, once you get in there. But wouldn't it be I mean, tighter? Wouldn't it be? I, I, if it, I was a guy, I would kind of think. But yeah, the pussy not, is the fucking prize, but the ass would be a fucking cherry on. The, yeah, whipped cream. Yeah. It is. But no, not for all guys. Well, it is. Not for all guys. All right. So, also, it's a different type of orgasm. For the okay. Woman. Okay, but so you're you're talking like a healthy guy with no issues, and I know you're a guy with issues. So what do you mean? Issues but for all about guys. What? It is for all guys. It is. Obviously, it's not. Well, all right. So fifty percent. Um. You've been with a lot of men. I mean, come I on. haven't been with a lot of men, but I would say out of five, only one of them liked to fuck me in the ass when I asked him to because he thought it was hot. All one. Right, so that's one out of five. So what is that? That's twenty percent. Twenty percent yeah. of men. Which is not in, your, in I don't my have, world. In my in my in world my of world, anal all right, sex. In my world of anal sex with women, I would say at least. Oh, but you 50, were 50 you were often the initiator. Yes. Uh, or the teacher. What? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, explain that. I kind of like that. So why would you try that if you guys were having great because vagina it's a, sex be, before that? Because it's a different type of orgasm. So you knew that and you were working I that as that. a play, a ploy, uh, and not a, not a, no, a skill. It's a skill. A skill. Okay, so how often, God damn it! how often did you get a no when you tried to... Um... And and curious, no, which positions well, was it easier to move to, from? Well, generally with her on her belly. Okay. Okay. And did you do it intentionally? You let uh -huh. her know you were. I let her know. Okay, and and she and let you know slow, it was okay. Slow and then. And slow and, is important. Uh, yeah, very oh, slow. God, it's so it fucking important. It comes to dilate and it slowly dilates. And sometimes you just gotta stop. Just let me breathe for right, a minute. Just right. Don't move. Right. Don't move. And it's a very slow thing. It could take an hour. You know? Oh, Jesus. That's a, yeah. that's, that bitch until, needs too until, much. Until you have to wait until the lining of the colon starts secreting so that it becomes, so it, you know, there's fluid. You just have to liquid. wait till the bitch gets horny enough. Well, that's what happens. You have to wait till it. When, when she gets that horny, then it starts. I mean, it's the same thing for a pussy. Like you can't put a dick in it till right. it's, uh, you, you know, unless you brought loom, But whatever, it. Should tell you when it's ready. Yeah, it does. Same thing for an does. asshole. It does. You have to. And you've never had a woman work your asshole till it was ready. I've had a woman do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, do tell. It was enjoyable. What? But what do you mean? How while she, she was sucking my. How dick. did she? While she was sucking your dick, she what? Yeah, and she, she had her finger up my ass, and she. Give was, me details, Nick. Talk to me like I'm another guy, and I want to know what it's like to have my dick sucked and somebody touch my right, anus. All right. So she was. Sucking my dick, right? Where were Up you? Up and down, in bed. Oh, right? okay. You, you didn't just stop she, by at work. And, and, and she reached down and she put her finger up in my ass. Slow, just that quick? Slowly, slowly. Did you, like, inhale? Did you yes, react in I, any I, way? I, it felt good. Was that the first time? No. 
A lot of women put their finger up your butt. Yes. What the fuck? I've never, I, what? I've never put my finger up a guy's ass. That seems to happen a lot. What? Ellen did it all the time. Is that just and a Laura, way of Laura her saying, do this to me only more? Like, maybe. I mean, I've grabbed or guys' maybe. nipples before when I wanted mine. Yeah. But I've never maybe. stuck my finger yeah. up a guy's ass. Yeah. Am I just old-fashioned? No, and she might be sucking my dick and sucking my balls and, and I'm just playing with my ass. I mean, you know, I generally... So you wouldn't ever be like, pull away, like... Never, no. I know a lot of guys who are so... I no, I would call not. Call it homophobic. Push her, push her Don't touch my butt. Like, their no, butt. No, I would, no, I wouldn't do that. So what, what do you suppose makes those guys different from you in that they're like, the butt is a boundary? I think because, Brothers? no, I think because for a long time I lived in Europe and that was a pretty common thing, you know, what? in Europe, getting your butt tickled. Getting your butt tickled? I mean, ha when you're having sex. With? Having a, a finger up your ass. Oh, that's something that they do over there. More oh. than they do here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so with that experience, I bring that to my my resume, okay, hmm. <laughs> of sexual experiences, you know. Do you ever wonder... Maybe it's just me, but do you ever wonder when you experience something new like that, maybe what you're supposed to be giving that you're not? Does that make sense? I mean, I've never experienced someone touching my asshole before. Maybe like, she wants her asshole touched. Right? Yeah, or or maybe I'm supposed well, to be, like, yeah, put my well, dick well, in her throat. I don't know. I just... I mean, I've do women find that who out? don't have a gag reflex. I mean, they could take mm -hmm. in... Eight inches, it's just like all the way down, like like. Oh, about the eight inches, but been there, done that. Swallowing a sword. <laughs> well, it is a talent. Yeah, now, is. little Kim will tell you she can take, she can make a sprite can disappear in her mouth. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty and fucking heavy duty. The same woman will, will take take the same dick up her ass and come like a maniac. Oh, but how do you? Mm, it, she how do you? Know she comes. Is she squirting? Or yep. what do you mean she's mm -hmm. coming? Yep, she's squirting. Squirting too. And it, and in your scientific opinion, is that just piss? No. What do you mean no? no? I what the fuck uh, well, is it? it? It it isn't quite an orgasm. She can squirt. Bullshit. No, you. It sh is. Fuck. Fuck you. All right. Go well, ahead. I, the tell women, me your side. The women I've made squirt. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are screaming. Okay. Screaming. In orgasm. Not Pleasantly, I'm guessing. You can't no, scream pleasantly. So are they actually enjoying it? Yeah. Or is it torturous? Yeah, no, it they're sounds, like, like, make me do it again. Like no, make me do it again type of thing. Break uh, my after. tooth again. Yeah. But. No, afterwards, they say, do that again, please. I've never had that Okay, they don't cry afterwards? No. So uh, They've done that too. I've had women do that. Yeah. Just one or two? A few. Why do you suppose that is? Because my sister uh, I Julia, think, I think it's an emotion release, a, a release of emotion that is just so wonderful that they can't believe it, type of thing, and they just start crying. I I think it's a huge step in letting go, and it's a huge step in fucking loving yourself. Yeah. And we all feel so guilty about yeah. that. Have you wept when you've made love? Uh, I've wept when I've come before. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely even like specific times that I can recall that I like afterwards was like the, okay, squirting is. How's squirting for you? 
It's, because there's a certain point in the vagina that you have to actually hit before you can make a woman's um, work. I, I'm me. I got it. I know. Um, it's, it's almost necessary. It's like a drive, right? And it's frustrating when can't get, you know, all factors to work, whatever. Well, it's not but it's kind perfect. of like general dealing with the public, okay? You deal with a lot of fucking idiots, right? Why would it be any different in my personal well, sexual life if you felt comfortable with your partner it's not it's not even about no it's so much more selective than that in my life it's so much more selective but when it does happen it is first of all my first thought is fucking remorse like i am not supposed to be having you don't deserve sex this. outside of marriage I am not supposed to. The only time we have sex is to procreate, whatever. So I feel all those guilt things about enjoying sex. And then it's like... It's it's like a double back kind of kill. In that I gave someone else that control. You let go. I... Yeah. I... And, and even though I did let go so I'm in control, I know that I let go so I was not in control. And that is... You can't let go completely. Why the fuck would I? I still desperately want to be a part of this world and this life. And why would I let go? Why would I let go? Cheers. Cheers. No, but it, it's... And it's also... It's, it's just a guilty pleasure. Nick, it's a guilty pleasure... That no matter what... So what you're saying, sex is I complicated. I feel like I should be shamed for. Sex is complicated. Sex is shameful, and we all know what shame is, but you know what? We all love the attention. Shame, we get the attention, but we get to prove that we're wrong. We get... Shame is an opportunity to... So, prove it wrong. So, so, the only time you let go is when you, let's say, you've had enough to drink... Or you've got enough to smoke, and your those two things are not necessary. Your guards are down. Those two things are not necessary. So can you have your guards down without having that? Yeah. And what does that have? That that has to that has to do with trust. No, well, it Mm -hmm. usually just has to do with desire. Okay, okay, so you're horny and you want to get fucked. You know what that feels like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or it, it doesn't even have to be that you're horny. It just Something hits you in the right fucking way, and all of a sudden your focus is that. I I cannot begin to imagine what it is like to be a man, a boy, a teenager, all of that. But I very much do know that sexuality excites me. Sexual experiences excite me. Um... But if that feeling is not there, it is not one that you can pretend. It's not it's one hard, that you it's can... It's hard for me to do, uh, uh, to, to uh, approach sex um, anymore with someone I don't know that well. So is that a loss of power? Because you no, are a very no. sexual person. Yeah, but I, I you know... What, what is it that makes you I'd feel... I'd have to know them. I'd have to be, you know... Why? I met a woman, let's say I'd have to at least do... You've had over 300 side. faceless... Not faceless, but... Base, basically nameless sexual encounters. Why do you feel now like it requires... 
Um, what does it require no, qualification? Let, all right, let me correct me myself, okay? Okay. It doesn't have to ha require a, 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 you know, a relationship, you know, of sorts, other than the fact that both of you want to get it on. I mean, I could go down the street here and knock on the door of somebody, you know, some, uh, you know, married woman even, and to fix her and help her take, take care of her lawnmower or something like that, and she might want to fuck. All but right. it's safe to say that you have not fucked outside of your safety. Well, I don't usually do that, but it has happened. What do you mean you don't, wait, don't usually, it, tell me the decade and era you are encompassing for that statement. <sighs> Outside of it, come on, I mean, I, sexual conquest was one of the things you lived no, for. No, uh, no, I, come I, on. I, I had a woman who I was, um, she was the um, head, of, head of PR at uh, National Jewish Hospital. Oh. Pretty little blonde. And so she... Um, she likes pussy. I asked Sorry. her, uh, hey, you wanna, let's, let's go have a, you know, lunch. Lunch, or... Are we talking lunch? about Lori? No. Okay. We went uh, after lunch. When we was go this? Up to, we'd go up to her years ago. Oh, okay. I was twenty twenty five years ago. All right, so we go up to her office, right? She's the head of PR for National Jewish Hospital. Okay. She closes the door. She hikes up her skirt, pulls down my pants, and starts playing with me, okay? And she basically fucks me right there in her office, all right? Was that not... All, all of her people... Amazing? Did you yeah, not that was, that was let amazing. her do that and go, yeah? Of course, yeah, and I didn't. Like you could be on I YouTube somewhere. No, I didn't have a relationship with her, right? And Other that than was that, good. That was yeah. So that's definitely a memorable experience. You just told me. So oh, yeah, I, obviously I have a memory. Is of it. it remaining that way because you didn't do more? Probably. Really? <laughs> or maybe, but maybe Sometimes doing more would have been better. Or maybe not, as we find out so. with life. Yeah, I know. You know, but what have you done more of that turned out better? Not much. <laughs> no, unfortunately. We aren't those, uh, as my parents will be, in February, 50 years married. We are not That's those people. amazing. We are not. And, uh, you know, I thought I was going to be that person at one point in my life. Why was that? Because I believed in that value. You wanted that. Marriage was forever. You, you know? wanted that. Yeah. Did you have happy yeah. parents? Yeah. They were married for 30 years. You know? My mother died. And, you know, Stop that. <laughs> and you wanted that? I wanted what they had. You were, you were. They well, seemed like they were good friends. All right. Well, they were definitely and, more than we have now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, regardless of how we viewed it as children. I, I good friends support each other no matter what. You know. I'm here, Nick. Lori, my ex, uh, I was with her for six and a half years. She's raised, a crazy, ra twisted raised, bitch that likes a hard. Fucking dildo on her pussy. Well, well she raised, I raised her children, helped yes, her. Yes, her daughters. But when I had the incident Who had you the, in their wedding? Yes, they did. Yes, That's, amazing, yeah. awesome. And But when the shit hit the fan over in my life with, you know, that guy who was renting my place and he killed Are people. You mean the dead bodies in your dead backyard? Dead bodies in the backyard. Who would she, think somebody she might... She dumped me like a fucking... Nick, have brick. you ever tried to reconcile? Yeah, oh. she actually apologized. I mean, honestly, she that finding hookers buried beneath your kitchen sink, like, who the fuck is going to find that? Well, thank God they found it before I sold the house and they would have thought it was me. 
who buried him there? God knows. I don't know how many bears you bodied, but they wouldn't know about those two. No, oh, I man. just... You can't... I mean, you knew her for so many years. I you know, knew her daughter. But I you, felt so betrayed. Yeah, well, yeah. Why the because, fuck wouldn't you? You know, I, I, you should. I did everything for her. You know? And she just, she wanted nothing to do with you. She, she told you well, what? She has her... I can't deal with this. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what PTSD. she said. PTSD. Yeah, that's what she said. Every excuse, no excuse works and this when is you're woman, leaving. No, this is the woman who, you know, went lesbo on me. Uh, she she became gay uh, or bisexual and was dating other became, women. Oh, no, she accepted her bisexuality. She accepted her bisexuality. And you I don't mind it. watching two women fuck. No, well, Who does? Uh, that only happened uh. once. And then she invited me to actually have sex with the other woman. Nice. And um, Did you? Yes. Yeah, she got a little jealous, right? There yeah, was a little, yeah. Had, how do you not? Yeah, I don't know. Woman, I'm on both sides of it. The like, woman started screaming. It's just like, you know, and then she started... Uh, you know. Oh, you know what that probably was? Okay. Oh, I, one I, woman... I, no, I think it. when a woman starts making a particular sound, noise, or scream during sex, the woman has gone to a place. How it affects the other women is kind of like the caw, caw, caw of a bird. Yeah. If it hits you the wrong way, you are also traumatized by something similar to what... None of it's good. What, how it turned out? I thought I was making love to her in her vagina and I was fucking her up the ass. Oh, and that's and, all the difference was? she was, was getting so into it. Oh, and, and girlfriend hadn't... You, and girlfriend you hadn't didn't fucked her up the ass? No. Oh, did you after? No. What? Why? She, she was one of those. Oh. Do you know what one of those are to me? What? One of those are women I've met who were sexually abused, but mm -hmm. their predator fucked oh. them up the ass so they wouldn't get pregnant. Right. And, and actually what happened to me with Anastasia, my... Uh, That's a big thing. We should, like, yeah. drop the mic for that. But Anastasia? Anastasia. Like you Beautiful. Beautiful girl. No. What happened one time, we were making love, you know, she was wet, really wet, and, I, and it slipped. Oh, and, God, and, that and hurts like a son right, of a and, bitch. And you went, boom, you know, she screamed, but right, and, and freaked, freaked fucking out. Oh, my God, and it's I was, traumatic. I, I felt horrible. Imagine someone shoving a fucking hot dog up your ass out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. It turns out, for the first time, she ever said to anybody or, or you know, repeated to anybody, um, that she was raped or sexually abused by a stranger who came to the farm when she was in Pennsylvania. You fucked that out of her? Yeah, I fucked that out of her. By missing, you fucked her in the ass and she remembered she was yeah. raped by someone? Yeah, the guy, oh, the guy, guy told her to come on. butter and, and come she on. was like 11 years old. Okay, alright, I believe that. Any other story I would not, because that just sounds too fucking cheesy. She's 11 years old. Eleven years old. God damn it! I left my eleven-year-old daughter around male friends that I trusted. This guy it was a stranger. He came to look at the puppies. Well, yeah, people came to look at my puppies too. I never really sat and thought about the. But that it happened. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, I've thought about that, <coughs> and I've gotten on rants. Well, I mean, she started weeping. It was an all-night fucking therapy session. Well. Good for her for putting the brakes on all of time and going, look, I can't deal with this. Well, we weren't going to do no anal sex with her. Right? No, <laughs> but Nick, do you know how many 
And I have to say, girls, do you know how many girls just tuck that under their fucking nightie mm -hmm. and go back to bed and they don't cry and they don't tell anyone and they just... Yeah. They embody they, they, that? they've just been damaged for life. God. Nick, I was damaged for life, but I was... I was not damaged that way. And I don't know why I say that with this, like... Fear over my head that says, yeah, you were, you just didn't know. Like, I think I'm pretty in tune with my hate, my anger, my pain, my uh, misguided emotions. I feel like I'm pretty on top of that. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like being as fucked up as I am kind of requires a bit of fucking up. I don't know. I, I don't understand what you're saying when you oh, say that. Well, I'm saying I know that I was physically abused throughout my childhood. I do not believe I was sexually abused. But I do know I'm pretty fucked up. So there could, you know, in most people's minds be a possibility you, of that. Why do you think you're fucked up? What part of you is fucked up? Do you up? know me? I know you more than, or better than most people. Okay, so tell me about me. In an honest, open... Well, I know that um, alcohol, and, and alcohol at, is your friend. Let's look at me like I'm dating your daughter. Okay, what is uh, or, good or and my, bad about my me? My son, yeah. No, your daughter. I'm okay, dating uh, your you're daughter. you my daughter. You're, you're a lesbian. I'm licking her pussy. Okay, Just okay. tell me what you see. All right, I, I find you to be extremely guarded. Guarded? Um, yeah, it's like you have an armor around you, Okay. Guarded and it's very rare that you let your armor down and actually allow somebody to get into your intimate place. Okay, so you're not talking about me being a person, you're just talking about like intimate boundaries. No, in general, yeah, in general. Even though I'm nice to everybody who comes no, to your house, the, uh, I mess yeah, around no, with yeah, Noah, uh, I... Uh, no, it's not that. Noah. No, you let your guard down when you get, when you have a few shots of alcohol. You let your guard down when, let's say we're doing LSD. Uh, and you. That was a bad night. That was a good night. Sorry. That was a good night. I don't I even know how much. I, I didn't know. I didn't gonna, want to do, do it. Do you know how much you remember of it? I don't know. Um, do you all remember, of it. Do you remember me holding you? In the hot tub. No, in the in the bed. I was holding you before and I fell asleep. Massaging your your shoulder. Before I fell asleep, I yeah. just remember that I was finally able to fall asleep. Yeah, like I was holding you, was and so you were intense. you were whimpering. Whimper it was painful. Yeah, because, yes. Yeah, right. Yes. So no, I, was, I don't I, remember the holding part. I do remember well, you yeah, trying to help relieve me of pain, and I fell right, asleep. Right, but I, I was just you to fell you asleep. Holding. You fell asleep in my To arms. you, it was holding. To me, it was you were helping I relieve was. me of pain. Yeah. So those are two different. That's well, what I saw. That's what right, you saw. Yeah. Well, that, that's okay. part it was of the same thing. It was the same thing. It was just two different views. Two different perspectives and two different definitions. Two different takings therefrom. Yeah, but for me, I was holding you and massaging you, and for you, I was. And I was sorry. I am sorry that I was an asshole in the hot tub. I just did not. I didn't feel like cuddling. I didn't feel like I was I so very much in my own weird headspace. So was I. So was I. But you were very open and friendly, and you know you were willing to do the cuddling stuff, and I just was. That's okay. It could have been worse. I, oh, I, I know that. What the fuck does that mean? I, I, I've do experienced share. worst. I you know you have, at times at some many times over you know many years, 
uh, at times when we are in, not in a space where we're. You mean in a place where I'm drunk and I'm we're drunk out of my head? We're, we're, no, we're, you don't have to no, say we're we. Both, we're both. We don't have to say we. Yeah, well, you don't you, have to no, claim responsibility. No, you've pushed pushed away, which is probably Just pushed away. When there's more than that, you so um, bedded, you shove that under the rug and it's now flaming. Just be honest. It we're, helps we're, we're, sometimes. Well, well, where you have uh, literally barked at me, you know, when I was, let's say, just... I was trying to, let's say, relieve the neck pain that you have or something. But you were touching me. Well, I wasn't touching your other your but parts. But you were, you were touching. But touching you is touching a big is issue. Big. It's a big issue for you. Yeah. Oh, it's and, and between hugely you and I, important, and it, it can be hugely offensive right, when I'm not to, in the right state right, of mind. You have to be given. It's, I have to have your permission. Is that autism? Is that no? <laughs> what no? But there is something about no, touch it's, and. It, no, there is um, yeah, Asperger's tactile, or tactile there is just issues, a sensory issues. Yeah, yeah. And I see, and I feel so ignorant because I don't know about those because I think they're I don't bullshit. Think, I don't think you are that. I think that you. I just, don't know that I am that. I'm not looking for a label. I'm just looking for an understanding that makes what I do be not just what I do. That it's common. That it's that I'm not. Just a bitch. <laughs> you like to be in control of whoever touches you. And if somebody approaches you, I just and like to be you, ready for it, I want yeah. it to be welcome when it right, exactly. happens. And that, and that's that's your you should be in control of that. That's not a bad thing. Does doesn't that sound like the voice of someone who's been Yes. Okay. And I'm probably just embodying that because I know the difference. I, I really don't think anybody's ever... But we've seen Oprah have actresses on who remember, you know. I'm not... Um, it could be It could be uh, little things. It could be... Um, Let me explain uh, it. Like, I'm, I know that what I recall of my life has been somebody's been hurting me and it's not okay and somebody's been hurting those I love and it's not okay but they don't fight back but you know what I'm going to fight for them because I know that's not okay and that's been my it, it's not it's not sexual or dirty or no, it's no. just been mistreatment and it's been seen you know I'm not a leader I'm not looking to protect I just I feel a sense of responsibility and like you don't have the right to hurt me and you know what I love it you you don't have a right to hurt them either and I will take that on like that is my acknowledgement and recognizance of my childhood and I don't you however push away people who have good intentions towards a friendship um, maybe because you feel you don't deserve that kind of love or maybe because the only time my father told me he loved me was after he beat me and he said, you know I love you, why do you make me do this? Okay, so, I, so I don't want anybody to love me. Because that, I don't, that uh, you associate that with that's being what it pain, results in. with pain. I do too. 
Should but, we um, wrap but things up? You've managed to have some fairly deep and... Yes, I have. Is it just the connection with that person? Yeah. I mean, it really is. When, when you really focus on that person and nothing else, I mean, you know... <laughs> That's what I love about manners. Miss Manners, all those, like, hold the door for her, watch when her skirt, like, all of those things require you pay attention to me. Right, exactly. And that is pretty beautiful. Yeah. Because... Why do you, Nick? This is a live show, so you That's told me to wrap show. it up. Can okay. you help me wrap it up prettily right, instead so, of winding your right. finger over so there? I, I, oh, all right, I will. I will. Yes. So we I, got do, deep. I do know that you respond to manners. That you like a gentleman to be a gentleman. You know. I, I do. And to um, you know. And if he doesn't, treat you know what? I will like step up and I will obliterate you. Treat you like a lady, right? And if, as long as he treats you like a lady, you remain a lady. <laughs> right. And, and if I he does not then you escalate and you'll, you'll obliterate him. And it's amazing how many men don't know. A guy I've been talking to, just someone on Facebook, I'm, and he's my age, and I thought, you know, it would be really nice to meet up just to talk to someone my age. Huh? What? As... As the weekend weekend has transpired, which, oh my God, I thought I had to work today. <laughs> I fucking thought I had to work Sorry. today. I was looking at staying at your house. That's why I was going to come here so late. I'm like, well, he knows I have to work, so I'll just... I thought tomorrow was Sunday. So when I told this guy that, he's like, oh, I was really disappointed we didn't hang out. Well, you didn't come at me with plans. You didn't offer anything like... I got a high text. Like, if you fucking want to do something, like you said, I made plans up in Estes Park. We're going to, like, do that. If I fail to fucking follow through, don't ever make plans with me again. But, oh, my God, give me the chance instead of just, I'm disappointed we didn't do shit. Well, you know what, motherfucker? You didn't fucking give a shit to do. Like, I'm not... I can be the planner, but if I am the planner, you better expect to fucking comply no, throughout the no, entirety no, of the plan. No, I, you need, in my opinion, um, I don't need you, George. You need a peer relationship, a man who plans, no, plans at times, and you who do the planning sometimes. But it's a peer relationship with both of you. I need a connection no. with someone well, who gets me yeah, like that. Yeah. It's not a peer, it's, a, it's not a, a it's, it's just a, it could be a girl, it could be a boy, it could be my son, it could be my daughter, it could be the man I meet tomorrow. I just need someone to kind of get on that vibe, to, to just, that's what I need. I don't need perfection, I don't need you to constantly wash off your plate before you put your knife in the sink. I don't, I don't fucking need that, I just need, I need the communication between me and you. I need, I need that fucking highway to be clear and concise to begin with and it's all gravy and if we can't communicate like that we you know we can hobble along i am a strong believer in connection and i am a horrible communicator so i know that there are a lot of very very important people in my life that i just can't communicate with my fault theirs doesn't matter can't change who I am, but I can't lose those people either. Do you know what I mean? I just 
for the sake of my longevity, if I don't find someone who meets, the, you know what? I'm okay. I've been meeting them long enough myself. It's fine. Anything positive added to my life, I will still treat as positive additives to my life. But finding that sweet fucking, what would you call that? The sweet spot, the just like, like you kind of, you got on the fucking tram together and lo and behold, you were just standing next to each other and, and you rode that tram like for the rest of your life. Like just kind of a, and if not, you know what? Maybe I already met me and I'm good. It's not a need. It's not a, it's not a make or break. There's thing. people who will get on the, the, the trolley or the, tr the train at different times in your life as the train proceeds. Sometimes we can't be on the train. As it proceeds forward, right? Right. And then people will get off. And or we can get off. There's very few people who will ride the train to the end I don't of wanna, life. I, I don't want to ride that train to the end of life. I just want to... Well, there's one person maybe that would ride to the end of the or, line. Or maybe the end of the line happens to be driven by that person. Or the end of the line is that person. Or, like, it's it can be so many things. It's not... Well, I know that I'm on the train, okay? Are you? Yeah, what I'm, train? I'm on the train to the end of the line. Where's the end of the That's line? That's my train. Tell me where the end of the line is for Nick. For Nick? Well, yeah. it'll ultimately uh, be death. You no, know? not Germany, not... No. Like you, It's not no. a physical place no, for you? No, we're talking about the train of life. You're on a train, right. you're on a train. Yeah, we all are. I'm not. I'm on, I'm on a path. I'm walking. Well, all I'm, right, you have a path, I have a train. All right. I have a railroad track, all right? Railroad track. You have Underground, a uh, above ground. All right. Built by Chinese but or built by Mexicans? Are, <laughs> there's going to be people that come onto your path, and then they'll leave after a few miles, and then there are other people who join, and they'll leave or whatever, but there's very few people on your path who will ultimately end up at the end of your path. Okay? Agreed. All right? But whether or not they come is not going to be a day spent in misery for me. Well, yeah, but you've had no, a lot I, of you've had a lot of pain. I know, I'm not always this up, Nick. I feel pretty good. Yeah. You've had a lot of pain. I in the past. And so, you I, know, I don't I don't like that assessment. I wish you could not Can you I, say well, a different I, All right, me? so I'll rework I'll rework that. So okay? we've got a lot of life you've, left. Just, no, you've had a lot of um, challenges. I why? Why? What? What challenges have I had? Why do you say I that? I think a single mother being a mother of four children. That was the choice I made. I took that well, on. That's I, still a challenge, honey. But it's not. No, no. That's something I chose to well, be. Look at all, all right, I, that's look, something look. I chose to be. I was not that before. Look. I chose to divorce Marcos. I was a married. I chose to be a single mom. All right. Let's go. I was Marcos, empowered by my choice to Robert, leave an abusive man. Dennis. Robert. Uh, who was uh, um, the military guy? Patrick. Patrick. Brief boss, uh, yes. Yeah. Marco's brother, Marco's other brother. Go down. Let's, I mean, all. I mean, go down over the course of fifteen years. Course of fifteen years, uh, and I can count. Maybe I can count Dennis. I can count Patrick. They were significant people who were good or bad to me. Who had. Other than that, I would say Kent, the guy who oh, introduced me to meth. The doctor. Doctor. What's his name? Florida, who died? Darren. Darren. I'm a, 
Yeah, Darren was important. He was, he was he was he was important though, like a like a friend and a lost one. Like like you were like a loved one that him. you liked, but they died. Like he's not he's not he wasn't mine. He was like how are you if you die before your time? You were just lost. You were you're, you're lost yourself, and you're lost to those that you okay, left lost. Okay, so so right? let's let's just say that. You're now still really young. You're only I am fucking 44. I am 44 years old. November 18th, 1974. This yeah. is November 25th, 1920. Well, you, you, you look 10 years younger than me. I do you not look 10 years yes, younger. You oh my God, your lying is ridiculous. Miss Manners would shame you. All right, all right. I can pull up pictures, Nick. I can too. <laughs> and do I not look like I'm 14 years older? However many, Twelve. I no. Oh, rose tinted glasses, folks. Mm. Definitely rose tinted glasses. And I mean, honesty as well as honesty can be spoken when friends part, when lives take you down different paths. You don't judge. Just don't judge. I'll tell you what. Let's, recon uh, let's reconvene this discussion. Reconvene? Okay. At another time. Otra vez? No, we're still on the podcast. we okay. got to wrap this up in a <coughs> way that doesn't seem psycho. Well, yeah. Yeah. So. So we've had, many, we've had a decade apart. Yes? Yeah. A decade. Yeah. And you can recall Patrick and Dennis and maybe one or two other Bad guys that, you know what, quite honestly, I don't even fucking Who's remember. Who's the guy with the Cadillac, the, the black guy with the, um, from Pacifica? He didn't have a Cadillac. Where he? No, where'd you get that? George did not have a Cadillac. Mm. He had a Mercedes. Um, he had a six-figure income. He sought me out. He was, uh, you know, six-figure salary. And uh, at the time I was going to school, I was pretty secure in who I was, what I was doing. Um, that was back in fucking 2012. Yeah. No, 2010. Huh, eight years ago. 2010? No, 20, probably 2006. Well, 20, no. Let me see. So 2010 yeah, was late. I started there in 2003. Met George in 2004. Mm -hmm. um, it is 14 fucking years later, right? Yeah. How many men do you think I've had since then? Four. Let's just throw Four. that out All there because right. I'm curious. Five. Um, how many have you heard about? Honestly, Four. give me names. Four. Give me names. Dennis. Um, oh, Dennis was... Patrick. Okay. Um, uh, your guy in Vail. Okay. Um, oh, the football player from Boulder. Okay, that was way before okay. Dennis and all right, George. So, all right, so three, three out of... Okay, and the last one you heard about was... The, the guy in Bale. Trevante, and when was that? Oh, and the fellow who passed away. Darren. Darren was... No, not Darren. Darren was... No, those big guy. Oh, Byron, my drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. All right, so okay. that's, that's five. Okay, so that's five over 14 years. Mm -hmm. Is that a good stretch? It's definitely off by like 15. But, you know, 
So we have 15. I'm just saying, how many women and how many women slash relationships have you had in 14 years? And how serious and how? Um, three. How many died? One. Mine too. How serious? Pretty, Pretty serious. Pretty fucking love of your life, right? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I didn't ever meet her. Yeah. Do you think there was a reason for that? Because or why do you well, think you that? you weren't around, you stayed away from me for a while. I know, time, you know. But I missed out on a really happy I mean, part of your life. Yeah, you did. Why? Why do you think that... Uh, why do you think that happened? Well, I don't know. Maybe you were afraid to be close to me. Maybe you were afraid for her to meet me. Not at all. You've said that once or twice. Hmm. Take it back, do you? Take it back? Maybe. Because you have said, definitely couldn't have had you around when Ellen was here. Just I, maybe I, I, it was just guilt you over your affections you know, you towards me that she would have noticed. Well, yeah, of but I don't think you felt as deep about me as you did about her. Um, I'd known her and had loved her for twenty five years. So it wasn't just that she yeah, it wasn't, died. Yeah, yeah. It was I, I knew her from graduate school, I knew her from you know she was always married and you know there was a, a, a That a can't have yeah. period that I want but I right. can't yeah. that builds up right. Right? Yeah. Right? And then she shows up at the doorstep, you know. But you turned her away. Initially, I said, look, I can't do anything with you. you you're married. <laughs> was that Anastasia, like, built up resistance from, like, you know what, if I can't have you, I can't. Because Anastasia fucked you while she was fucking someone else, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that helped you build up that resistance to push Ellen away and say... Um, I, I didn't want to be involved in a drama of a... Th you know, um, a triangulation, you know. So there's no... She had not... And I tell you, within two weeks, she told her husband she wanted a divorce and moved out. And isn't that the best thing that could have fucking happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dick went hard. You're like, yep, yeah, okay. Which... I'll take that. Pretty cool, because you fucking set boundaries and... Yeah. Like, textbook. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. But then what did you do? Well, I spent the next three oh, years. Like, all of a sudden, she's just like... Yeah. And you were ready to, like, give everything? I was there. No questions. It was like, ah, uh, yeah, finally, you know. It's one of those things, you know. I don't know if I'll ever get to experience that. It was like the greatest, you know, I loved her. It was first. just a full body yeah. acquiesce. Oh, God, yeah. Just, or was, was it an investment? Like, what well, was it? Was it just a, like, acceptance or was it a dig in and go? It was go? like, I've been waiting for this for a long time. So did you feel like you dug your heels yeah. in with her and you like yeah. the two said, of you okay, together if we're forged? Gonna do, if we're gonna do this. Really? Yeah. That team thing does work. Yeah, yeah. And we did it. And she you did. did. It. It, you. And she did it. You did. You. Yeah. You were there by her side the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. All through that. I know this is a fucked up question. Will your daughters be there for you if you? Yeah. Do you want? Do you want that? Yeah. yeah. I'd almost want my kids to not have to. I I don't want well, my kids I, I to prefer, remember prefer, me that way. I prefer to drop just drop that. Well, that's and I I yeah. think I would almost make a choice to where, like I told my kids, if you have to feed me, like. 
put me down. If you have to change my diaper, put me down. Like I'm going the wrong yeah. way in the direction yeah. of life. I, I and was, I was changing. I don't want diaper. my children to ever. You know, when you take care of a baby, you know they're helpless. Yeah. And that is a place you can safely put them in because they are. But I don't ever want to be helpless. And I don't ever want my children to resent any more than they already do my very existence. I... I, I don't resent anything about Ellen. I loved her so much. You have told me some pretty I've had to hard, do, dark, it was very, difficult... You know, it pissed me off at times, you know. I, um... Has it taken you time to be able to say you don't? Like, I didn't... I thought you were still, like, 50-50. Like, it was wonderful, but I would never want to fucking do that again. Uh, well, that's true. Nobody would want to do that again. But I know, I know people, Nick, who continue to go through it with their mother, their father, their aunt. Their, they seem to yeah. be the one there for, for the death, for the... It just seems to be something they're I, there to give. I died... Part of me died slowly with her. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah. How could it not? Yeah. And so inside of me, watching her die was a privilege. But, but it, a part of but you... part of me was dying, too. So isn't it easier to live like, life now because you just give a fuck less? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually. Because I understand that feeling. I don't... I don't know that I can truly grasp it, except when I'm fully inebriated, yeah, but other than that, it, you know, it is those here on this earth, them and their lives and their pulsivity, that is what makes us. She was the most wonderful lover. <laughs> but, and did she Speaking always like it anally? She always, I mean, before, I before she, she, so you didn't, No, oh. no, no, her sex. Wait, 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 you guys she, never had sex before? Wait. No, not prior, before she showed up at the doorstep. Shut up! Yeah, 25 <gasps> years. I massaged her, but I never had sex with her. Nick. Never. You, I know I you felt her nipples, or, um, you did I, something, I know I you're a seeker. Like, I moved, she had large breasts. Heavy breasts? And so, yeah, I mean, I'd rub my hands along the sides of her breast, but I would never feel her nipples. Mm -hmm. She was married. That's because <clears throat> you're almost like a good Catholic boy. Like, you know that you can only, like, be bad yeah. as much yeah, as you well, can. Yeah, well, you're sitting there massaging this beautiful woman with a beautiful body, and you've got a heart on, and you want to have sex with her, but you're resisting. i got to figure out where that line was crossed with us, because apparently that happened. But go on with your story. <laughs> and so, so I never had sex with her, and when she showed up on the doorstep... Um, so you guys went, how... Wait, did you guys ever kiss? Like, how no, did you know you guys liked no, each other sexually? No, we... It was that kind of eye thing, you know? You, you know that. Well, and you, not one I haven't explored... Well... Mm, like but sometimes it turns out to be shit. He was looking at the guy behind what, me. What married woman would let me massage her naked body if she did, wasn't interested? Oh my God, what woman? What married woman wouldn't? Any married woman is a neglected woman. I don't care. He's got her bridal. They're good to go. She was the one who called me. Well, you know? good for her. Yeah. She's, uh, she's unhappy in her marriage. I was going to say, married. not a feminist. She's just she's independent. 16 years married. 
Uh, see, Nick, but what's wrong with that? Something in my brain says something's wrong with that. 16 years, do they have kids? If they had, would it be worse? Yeah. Okay, why isn't it worse anyway? Why do you stay with someone 16 years that... Oh, gee. Well, and it's not like you were the fucking Jimmy Christmas who cut no, her she, eye. She She'd had, known you for that fucking long. She could have had anybody. So what, she just grew exhausted of all those she could have had and came to you? She never cheated on him in 16 years. Nick, toot your own horn. Why the fuck did she out of... I don't know. She Come on. Me. She said she loved me. Was it really just an inner driven force? I think so. Are you not amazing in some ways you don't want to tell us about? No. I think it was, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those, like, love story things. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Mm. That's the only way I can frame it up. Would you ever write a book on that? No. What about a kid's book? No. <laughs> Nick, I would, I would like to write, uh, some of these kid's books that I've read are amazing lately, and That's actually, I know, I'm going to pull this one out, if I... Find it. Um, here we go. Because my grandson Eli, um, he, well, you know, he's at the age where he likes books. Yeah, but pictures. my yeah. son and daughter-in-law don't have a bedtime for him. That's one of the best things you can do. My mother told me this when I was young. I didn't believe her. I just thought she was mean and sent us to bed early. I have a lot of kids' books down in the box downstairs. We should go through them. Yeah. But my mother said, if you ever want any hope in your relationship, you will give your kids a bedtime. Yeah. Because at some point, you need to be able to have time with your husband. Mm -hmm. Now, it grosses me out to think of my mom saying that with my dad, right? But You don't know how much he loves, she loves him. Oh, my gosh. I've heard them having sex. I know how much she acquiesces and when it hurts. Like, I don't know. We don't need to go there. My mother is not a romantic woman. She has either never had it, never felt it, never will. She... My mother is amazing. And I think she is something me and my sisters embody in that we don't realize how beautiful and amazing we actually are. My mom just happens to be able to exist in that bubble where she doesn't have doubts about any of that. So she's great. And some of the children's books I've read lately, and the one I wish I could get a copy of from Sherry's house, but this one is called I Love You, I love you As Much. And doesn't that sound bad? I love you as much. But my mother's favorite animals are giraffes. And baby giraffes are super cute. This is by Laura Krauss Melmed, illustrated right. by Henry Sorensen. I don't even know if the story's good, guys. I just, I love you as much. It says something. Okay. Oh, and there's kitties. Now uh, mouse. Said the mother horse to her child, I love you as much as a warm summer breeze. And my pages are falling apart, Nick, but will you read the next we one? We can take them. Let's see. The mama bear. Said the mother bear to her child, I love you as much as the forest has trees. Well, see, and I would think trees in a forest would be an affliction, but apparently that's love. <laughs> Leave it to me. Said the mother camel to her child, I love you as much as the desert is dry. Yeah, that's pretty dry. Why do these sound oh, appealing, oh, oh, oh. Nick? Hmm. Oh, I said the mother goose. 
to her child, I love you as much as the endless blue sky. Now that one I get. I love you as much as the endless blue Like you can't see past it. It's right. bigger than you. It's, it engulfs you. But the dry desert sand I can feel and it's not pleasant. Okay. Said the mother she to her child, I love you as much as the grass on the hill. Okay. I'm the mousy. I'm a mousy. Said the mother mouse to her child, I love you as much as the green in the field. And till the farmer moves away. <laughs> Said the mother goat to her child, I love you as much as the mountain is steep. The little baby will. Said the mother when <laughs> to her child, I love you as much as the ocean is deep. Okay, I take it back. I love this book. Now sleep, child of mine, while the stars shine above. I love you as much as a mother can love. That is an awesome fucking book. Yeah, there you go. Unfortunately, I can't staple it well, but... Why don't we, um... Books are... Books are big. Books, books are, are big. huge. Okay. Let's, let's uh, pick this we're, up again We're going to wrap this up. Um, I hope I caught into it as much as I could, the Joe Rogan podcast, the depression, uh, the books... The reading, the connection. Um, talked about love, talked about. You know, eventually we're all going to be listening to other people talking and we're not going to be talking much ourselves anymore. And I guess that is part of the reason that I keep this on, is because I know that's the inevitable. And I don't want to be a person in Wally. I know you haven't seen that movie, but I want my life to be more about the connections that I know are important, that are hard for me to make, that are hard for me to maintain, um, especially mostly because I'm an asshole. But taking the time and the effort to maintain those types of relationships, I believe, are what makes life worth living. It makes it important. It, And when you don't do them, folks, and I don't do them, I don't do them enough. Connections, connections validate your, ex your, your existence. <laughs> Other people in your life validate your existence. Yeah, right. Especially when you just have thoughts in your head and when you get a chance to speak them out loud, sometimes you realize what a dumbass you've been being or you realize the things you should have been doing. So definitely talk, talk, talk. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me, Marcos. Talk to me, Ketner. Talk to me, Colby. Talk to me, Kyler. Talk to me, Avery. Talk to me. Just talk to me. This is Jaded. I am Jody. I'm here with my best friend, Nick. Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining us. See this you is Jaded.